Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. We are about to talk to one of the guys that will be calling Playoff Hockey on Wednesday in the AHL. It's our buddy Joey Zakszewski, Rockford Ice Hogs radio announcer. He's Chris Bowden. I'm Joe Brand. You're listening to Blackhawks Live, and we bring in Joey Z. What's going on, man? You all amped up for Wednesday? Hi, pal. Hey, guys. Good to catch up with you. Yes, absolutely. I was just talking off air a moment ago. Of Playoff hockey is back in the American Hockey League for the first time, and it feels like forever. And to have a full season under your belt of 72 games and now getting ready for Game 1 against the Stars on Wednesday night in your home building here in Rockford, it's, it's unbelievable. So I, I'm going to have to tap into another level. Um, it's been a minute since we've done it, but i uh, tell you what, it's going uh, to be a blast every step of the way. Yeah, uh, you, you, there's no room for you to raise your game, though, pal. Your 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 playoff caliber yeah. all uh, turned during the regular season. Yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean? Step into your game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just warming up, guys. I'm just warming up. No, I, you know what? We it was a great regular season, all in all, for for the Rockford Ice Dogs. I mean, for the organization, for the team on the ice too, and and to kind of have that nice build up the last couple of months, playing some really good hockey down the stretch to to get into a good playoff position and even had to come down to the wire of, of who they were going to play in the first round and, and how it was going to shape up. Just created excitement. It was almost playoffs before the playoffs, just with how intense some of these games became. And yeah, it, it was an absolute blast. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I know the, I know the players are, the staff is looking forward to it. And again, it's the first time since the 1819 season that the American hockey league has, has had postseason. the 1920 year was hung up last year was just an abbreviated 32 game season with no playoffs. Just really more focusing on development and getting guys ice time. So now it's, now it's the real deal, and for a lot of these players and staff members included that haven't had playoff hockey ever before in their careers, uh, it, it's going to be a lot of firsts happening on Wednesday night. Well, sure. what's going what's going to have to happen for Rockford to advance in this particular matchup? I know you split uh, the uh, uh, eight, uh, was it eight games? Yeah, uh, four games, four games this year, mm-hmm. right? Um, what, uh, what what's it going to be? I, I noticed you, you guys were really strong on the penalty kill against you know the Dallas Stars ma- uh, uh, major affiliate, their their top affiliate. Uh, how do you see this thing breaking down in terms of what you saw head to head during the season? Tell you what, I mean, it, it was a really fun head to head series too with the with the Texas Stars. I still haven't seen them since the end of February though. It was one of the earlier seasons that or series that rode up. But you're absolutely right. They split four games apiece. Uh, you know, a couple games down in Texas, the rest of the year finishing up in Rockford. Yeah, East Hawks have a great, a great nitty-gritty work ethic team, and I think that became their team identity just shortly after the halfway point of the season when they were trying to figure out, are we a, are we a, a physical team, are we a, a speed-driven team, are we a, a skilled team, what are we? And I think it came down to just being that hard-working, tight-checking team that forces turnovers, whether it's in the neutral zone, middle of the ice, slowing down teams with speed, and being able to get those turnovers and turn them around successfully. And that's exactly what they're going to have to do with the Texas Stars, the Stars for Years with the Dallas system have had plenty of speed up and down the wings, and, and, and it's going to be a, a physical battle, and that's what they're going to have to limit for the Stars is, is just taking that speed, especially in the middle of the ice, and, and controlling those turnovers and, and getting it turned the other way. And they have a lot of great players that have really come into their own this season, plenty of rookies on this ice hockey team in the Blackhawks organization, which I'm sure we'll 
we'll dive into too. But yeah, it, I mean, playoff hockey kind of fits the mold of the Ice Hogs the best when when you're looking at three two two one scores and and just tight checking, hard hitting, nitty gritty, grinding out full sixty minute or maybe more efforts. It's going to be uh, that's going to what's going to be in their favor for sure. You talk about playoff hockey before the actual playoff hockey. This team had to go through that playoff push to get to the postseason. What specific things did you see this team really clicking on that gave them that extra edge? Tell you what, it was it was more of what the coaching staff and Andrew Sorensen have been calling connected hockey, which is really getting all five guys on the ice in front of their goaltender to buy in, whether it's in the offensive zone or in the defensive zone. And there were numerous times throughout that stretch of, of coming down through March and into April where you saw a lot of defensemen being active in the rush and, and participating on the offensive side, and then players coming back on, on back checks and forwards, helping out on the defensive end with breakouts, pinning up pucks in the corner, looking up the walls for outlet passes. So it was that connected hockey that I felt like this team really started to buy in. And then as the season wore along, you saw individual success come along with team success. And when people kind of see the proof in the pudding when, you know, oh, okay, this is how it actually works and we can be successful at it, it started to steamroll and, and go in the right direction. So for the Ice Hawks to get that moving, timing is everything, as we know, in, in postseason pushes, whether it's you know teams healthy and playing well all at the same time. And for the Ice Hawks, they were able to get that right at the perfect time of, of players clicking at the right moment and at the same time being able to, to push forward and grab victories. Because at one point in time, they were on the outside looking into a playoff picture. Then they were in top five teams out of seven in the Central, get in the dance, and they were able to climb up to fourth place and even challenge for third going into the last week of the season. So to have that on your resume going into the postseason is is huge experience for this team. It's a crowded uh, blue line there in Rockford, you know, with all all the prospects getting their opportunity. Some, you know, have have uh, you know ridden the I ninety Express back and forth to the Blackhawks uh, uh, several times during the course of the year. But you know, we didn't see Ian Mitchell that much uh, with with the the main club this season. Didn't see much of of Nicholas Bodan, and and I think Derek King was quite frank when being asked about in determining who who gets called up and who doesn't he says the guys who are playing best down there right now are, are going to get the opportunity if we need somebody how how competitive and how balanced is that playing field as far as some of these blue line prospects are concerned from what you've seen seen during the entire course of the season incredibly balanced and it seems like each and every game or each and every week you know a, a pair of defensemen have really kind of grabbed the line like you mentioned ian mitchell unfortunately a little bit banged up this last week hasn't played in a couple of games but He's a guy that you know cracked the top 15 in, in AHL defensive scoring this year. He's been paired up with Isaac Phillips, who's put up a couple of multi-point games here down the stretch as well and, and really showing a knack for his offensive side and his defensive side as well. But, I mean, as you said, it's a crowded blue line. The list goes on. Alec Regula, who was just up with the Blackhawks team back down, he's on a nice point streak with the Ice Hawks in a, in a Rockford uniform. you got Wyatt Kalanick patrolling the blue line, Jakob Dalvis getting some time earlier this year, and then you mentioned Bodine and the like uh, – as well. So, I mean, as tight as it is, and as much as you think guys are competitors and each one, you know, hoping that their phone rings, at the same time, it's an incredibly tight knit group. And, and you might have heard Alec Regula earlier in the week just talking about how great it was to be in the National Hockey League, get some opportunities, get some repetition. And, and he, boy, he got some ice time too with the Blackhawks, but how excited he was to come back down and be a part of this tight knit group where he is on a blue line that's very crowded, that has a lot of guys itching and scratching and clawing to get that next opportunity up with the big club, but at the same time, they become tremendous friends, and they all hang out together. They all live together, so to have that chemistry both on and off the ice has been uh, incredible for these guys' development as people and development as, as players on the ice as well. 
With the addition of Nolan Allen and uh, Colton Dock coming to the roster, I, I know you haven't seen those guys all year, but mm-hmm. what do you think they could bring? Is that a situation where maybe they fill some holes for this Rockford Icehawks team, or do you think just maybe an enhancement for it? I think as of right now, and, and hearing what uh, Andrew Sorensen had to say at media availability today, is is he wants to get them kind of in and get them some repetition and, and get them some practice time too. I mean, that their season's just wrapped up with the junior level and and wanting to get that first taste of pro hockey. So I think it would be an enhancement of what the Ice Hogs already have, whether it's guys that have that NHL pedigree that have been up and down all season long, and guys on American Hockey League contracts that have been fantastic all season long and consistent as well. That's also been a big key for the Ice Dogs. So for them, I mean, it's going to come in. They're going to come into a, a great room of people that are going to be very welcoming and excited that they're there. They know what's expected of them, and at the same time, they're going to try and learn the ropes as quickly as possible. So I think patience will be the name of the game for them. They won't be thrown right into the mix, start game one on Wednesday against the Stars. But you never know what might happen if those guys can hit the hit the ground, hit the ice running, if you will, and, and start uh, wowing the coaching staff here pretty soon. I know you guys uh, did your uh, uh, announcement of uh... – kind of uh, uh, internal award winners. Uh, he put out a release the other day about you know MVPs being shared between Dylan McLaughlin and, and Arvid Soderblom, the, the top rookie, Lucas Reichel, everybody is talking talking about. And, and um, Mitchell was voted uh, a top defenseman down there. Who's kind of flying under the radar, though? I, I see um, you know Josiah Slavin, who had his cup of coffee with the Blackhawks. He was uh, voted as the uh, Unsung Player Award winner and most improved being Michael Tepley. Is there anyone that hasn't been talked about enough with uh, what you've seen uh, with that squad over the course of the year. You know what? And I, I'll, I think of a guy like Evan Barrett, who's in the Hawks system mm-hmm. and that really kind of came into his own last season coming out of Penn State, played in that abbreviated year last year, getting to learn the ropes, and then really hitting his first full rookie season this year. He's a guy that brings a lot of edge to his game. He's got that sandpaper, if you will, but has a knack for scoring as well. He's picked up a couple of different point streaks throughout the course of the season, and, and a guy that can just simply outwork you, especially in the corners and, and on the faceoff dots as well. And, and he's not scared to go to the front of that and, and battle in front of there. I don't know how many goals this season have come off of redirections, deflections, or just simply going to the dirty areas of the ice and, and taking a hit but making a play at the same time. I would say that wild card that uh, – that was just right there for the Ice Hogs and, and possibly here with the Blackhawks here shortly is, is uh, forward Evan Barrett. Joey, our audience is obviously hockey nuts because they're, they're tuned in and they're tuned in during NHL playoffs. How can people listen or, and or watch these uh, Rockford playoff games? We'd love to have everybody join us on the run. IceHogs.com, our website, has the complete streaming setup, whether it's on the radio for free, on our mobile app for free. You can stream online uh, uh, through the AHL TV package that uh, fans can purchase in as well. But we'd love for you to join in and, and have a little bit of fun. And, and it's, it's always exciting. Playoff hockey at any level and, and any time of year is exciting. But to, to be a part of this run is a very special group for the Rockford Ice Dogs, and I think uh, people will have a good time with it. And they could just go to the game, too, right? Would love to. Well, and we have a special that actually is going to wrap up tonight here of a flash sale offer over on IceHogs.com, too, where people can join us for games one and game two for just 10 bucks, mm. And that's going to be a huge part to just come out to the BMO support because it was a quick turnaround. We just had fan appreciation night at the BMO the other night against the Wolves. Then you got to get ready. And, and even then you were still preparing mentally, like, who could we possibly play in the first round? Schedule was set. It's the Texas Stars, and it's a quick turnaround to Wednesday. So we would love everybody just to come on down I-90, hang out, test those I-passes, see if they're still working. And uh, hang out with us at the BMO on Wednesday night. Yeah, and hand, hand uh, all, all, everyone who comes up and says hello, make sure you have a beer for Joe so he can start <laughs> stacking cups while he's doing the game. And uh, we'll see how that broadcast turns out, right? 
You know what? It might be some of the most entertaining two and a half hours of hockey you might have ever heard. Hey, hey, it's it's entertaining regardless if you've got a, a few adult beverages. The in Harry Carey of the AHL, you know? That's what we call it. Joe, Joey oh, Z. Well, if he goes to three overtimes like we've had in the past, who knows what could happen there. Yeah, don't, don't start spelling names backwards or anything like that. <laughs> Joey Z, you're the man, man. Hope you're uh, having a good time, and uh, best of luck in this series. You, you know, as, as broadcasters, the playoffs are a whole nother animal, so I hope you have a lot of fun, and it's a real long run for this team. I greatly appreciate it, Joe and Chris. Great to catch up with you. And, and to touch on what you guys were talking about at the top of the hour, Joe, congratulations to you, man, on, on jumping in on the MLB side and, and calling a game for the White Sox just down the road there. Congrats, pal. I know as broadcasters, all three of us and people listening in that, that want to be broadcasters, it's, it's always a fun accomplishment. And I know you're probably still on cloud nine right now, but congratulations, my friend. Well, well thank you, pal. And, and believe me, I definitely thought of you when you got your call up here calling Blackhawks games on WGN Radio. Did a phenomenal job and uh, definitely had that feeling so i i know you can resonate with that and i appreciate that absolutely are we done here are we done (laughs) all right that's all the time we got with you joey (laughs) that is joey z the voice of the rockford ice hogs does a fantastic job calling a game uh no that's not just me it's the pat on the back society schmoozing each other or anything like that uh more on the finality of this season and the finality of blackhawks live when we come back you're listening to blackhawks live here on 720 wgn